straight up like I have it favorited like when your girl be mad or some shit and she hungry you just pour a little wine that's not food. You bake a little She's bre- still going to be hungry. You bake a little bread. Oh, I got to bake it. You make some popcorn. How do I bake it? You fucking just... Rubber feet with the bread. Ooh. Congo Jones? It's eight. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan would be like, come to my party. Be like, leave your brims at the door. <laughs> you got to take your brim of your hat. You got scissors. Like, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> she looks like Grimace had a baby with fucking Jabba the Hutt. Play 42, Doug D. Hey, yo. What up, baby? It's out the wazoo, episode 109. 109. Special Memorial Day episode in memoriam to all of our fallen homies. All of our fallen vets, I salute thee. Mm. I don't know who you are, but you look like a top bloke. That's what the president said. To the Purple Heart guy. Right. You know, when he got back from Afghan Memphis, Ganistan. Chi Rat. Memphis, Atlanta, Ganistan. <laughs> oh fuck. So uh I don't know who's you all, but you look like a tall bloke. Pins it right on his chest. Bob. So what's up? Mm. Memorial Day. What it the was, hot. was good today? Today is Monday that the Memorial Day. The 31st. The 31st of May, which means tomorrow is? Uh, July 4th. Tuesday. Because every day is Independence Day, brother. (laughs) Especially if you're at Paradise Grill on a Sunday evening. Oh, my God. Listening to Jimmy Long. He had the heaters on the bongos. Mm -hmm. And he had all the white women going deep. All of them. So, um, should we talk about Jimmy Long? Mm, nah. Not yet? No, yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was something that happened that we really can't pass up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's start it off hot. Let's start it off with Mr. Long. So, you should you should set the scene. All right. So, Paradise Grill. Bumping. And we walk into this bar. Okay? Music's going. It's outside. Kind of windy. So, like, not everybody's, like, really turning up, but... We got the man Jimmy Long on stage with it, like one of them tall, like Congo drums, mm-hmm. right? Congo what, Jones type, right? Congo Jones bone, right? This thing was large, yeah. And he was playing like you know, fucking wobble and uh, <laughs> Billy Idol and and like you know all the all the all the now Arundel all the, the Arundel left. classics. Slide right? to the right. All the all the party. Poppers, right okay yeah the essentials i'm surprised you didn't play uh mambo number five oh or, man uh, well mambo number five's hot it is right? hot actually it's gotten but to the point what's, where it's what's the one where it's like yeah slide of the left. cha-cha slide cha-cha slide i'm surprised it didn't play that. cha-cha but real smooth this man had cowboy hat on and it was like texas ranger strings pulled up at the top yep. and just tight 
tight brim. He had the bandana tied around it. Oh, did he? How you gonna have a bandana on your cowboy hat, dude? Uh, That's so dude, American. That's what he does. He re- he reminded me of uh, fucking who's Joe that? Dirt. No, um, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> If Jimmy Buffett lived under a bridge <laughs> and did heroin, Jimmy Long, uh, he got like a real like, you know, he's got like this biker kind of look to him. Mm-hmm. He's got like real brown skin because the man is outside always. I didn't realize he had such long hair. Like yes. he, he let his hair down to take a picture. With yes. Him. But so anyway, he was up there playing the bongos as he was playing like fucking wobble and shit. Yeah. And uh, he's so corny. He was like, who out here tonight drinking? Who's under the influence of alcohol? And then and all like, the white uh, women are like, yeah. me. The four, the four women actually <sighs> dancing up front of him. Uh, they all screamed and shit. Everybody else at the bar is just like, bro. But the life. thing was, is I really felt like most people were feeling it. Yeah. But just, you and I were just clowning it. Right, right, right. It's so, so we're sitting at the back of the bar. Watching this all unfold. We have the whole bar in front of us. We see everyone's reactions. We see how he's like influencing the vibe. Right. And he, I mean, he was influencing the vibe because every time he played a new song, dude, he had people like coming with him. Like he played Mambo number five. And then the next thing he played was Proud to Be an American, dude. Right, right. And he made everyone take off their hats and salute, dude. Well, he didn't make me take my hat off. Well, you made me take my hat off. Right. But, you know, and then he went he went right into shots by Little John right yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. So it was like, what was the vibe? He, dude? Had a, he had a wide variety. The man said, God bless America. Hell yeah. One after the next. And any God-fearing Christian knows you can't be putting God bless and hell in the same sentence as America. That's a rookie mistake. That's a rookie mistake, especially for Jimmy Long. <clears throat> now, in the beginning, right, Jimmy Long was really, you know, I was clowning him. He was pissing me off. Yes. He was just saying and just doing the most stupidest Typical things. Typical DJ shit. There was a point where he, like, you know, DJs are always like, all right, thanks for having me. I'm out at seven o'clock, but this is my little last bit to get y'all moving, right? Yeah. Fucking played, uh, what did he play? <laughs> Fucking uh, Living on a Prayer Mambo or number shit, right? six, dude. Living on a Prayer. This is like 6.45, and he's supposed to leave at 7. And I'm like, well, it's like 15 minutes early. Are you going to party, or what are you What are you doing? Right. right. Billy Idol, the song starts to end. But this dude is not packing up. Mm-mm. He is still up there Mm-mm. on the fucking DJ mixer. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right. Like, like, straight, like he just came back from something. He's right. like, all right. Um, we going we gonna get into this next one while we tone it like he's like slowly bringing the vibe down because he's like supposedly leaving, but he's bringing the vibe up with his music. Right. I'm like, what is he doing right yep. now? I was getting mad. Yeah. And then that's when you said it was like, imagine like you're in hell, <laughs> and every song is the last song. Yeah. And it just the it just never ends. He just plays one bad club song after, after another. That. Like, and every time he does, he goes, all right, y'all, this is my last track. I'm out of here after this. I got to go, you know, I got to go take care of my cats. Down in Florida. Down in Florida. But he I'm did coming, say that. But I'm coming he back up tomorrow. That. Yeah. He's like, I got to drive down. to. I got to go, people. I got to fly down to drive down to Florida for my next show tomorrow night. Yeah, brother. No, he said he's driving down to Florida tomorrow. To come then, back up. And then coming back that's up. That's right. Dude. I was like, so, And everybody what? in the crowd is like, that's dedication. Right. That's a true American. 
American hero. God fucking bless, brother. They're like throwing their panties on stage. Jimmy Long caught some bitch's wedding ring in his Lenny mouth. I think Lenny Kravitz was there, honestly. I swear he channeled the spirit of Lenny Kravitz himself. And uh, Jimmy Long. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you sound like that? No, dude. You know exactly what you said. Oh, and then Jimmy Long, um, you know, he just, it would be crazy if like Jimmy Long was Satan. You know, is what right, I was right. thinking, because then, you know, Satan is just holding you in his grip right. and you're at a bar yeah. and you have to constantly order another drink right. because you keep thinking the DJ is going to be done, right? but he's never done. Mm-hmm. And it's, and you know, at a certain point, the songs start repeating and you're just in hell, dude. And dude, you know he, what's crazy? Dude, I'm, I'm so glad he didn't play like a song twice. Like that would have put that me over. Threw you that would have put me over. He should have played 42 Doug. Dude, he should have. He's probably like, what the hell's a 42 Doug there, brother? I swear to God, I'll put you two times animal style. Let is it that, sink, burn it. Is that let some it sort of revolver? <laughs> oh, my God, a 42 Doug. I got 45 Doug right here 45. if you want, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so Jimmy Long leaves, finally, right. at 730. Mm-hmm. He gets off the stage. Now, every song was the last song, but he finally gets off stage. He's rolling his equipment past us. Ryan, right. you lean back and you go like, hey, Jimmy. Good show, man. That was great, man. He looks so sad because he's rolling all the shit by himself. Like but, no one you know, was helping him. No, good for him. You yeah, know, no, he's a strong, one man, independent. One-man band. He's but... a Jimmy Long. Right. It's a true American hero. <laughs> and uh, Ryan, you know, says, good job. And I go like, hey, man, have a good drive down to Florida tomorrow. And he looks back and he's like, I ain't driving to fucking Florida, dude. I'm going to Ocean City. That's all show. Baby. That's all for the show, baby. And, that's uh, all to get the women yeah, wet. That's, that's when we got the picture. I didn't know that makes women like, wet. That's, that's respect. So we got the picture with them big old fake white teeth. My man brushes. You sure? He, they're fake? I don't know if they were fake, but they were they were bright white too. I think he uses that like... Chicklets. Yeah, I think he... No, I think he uses those... Uh, oh, that like... Line. That hot... That Skechers light he up mouth guard. Dude, he definitely hey, hey, uses Invisalign. Your night guard is made by Skechers, dude. <laughs> Skechers light bright in your mouth. So he has some bright ass white teeth. Never took his sun his sunglasses off. So he rolls out. Ryan looks at me and goes like, "Yo, we should fucking ask him if he wants to smoke weed with us." Yeah. So, he, so he definitely looks he, like the kind of guy to smoke. Hundred percent. I'm surprised we didn't walk on him smoking weed. So we go out. We book out the I back of the had bar. It on me. Yeah, you learned that from Pop Smoke, dude. Mm. You gotta you gotta have it on I you. Gotta hear. gotta keep it on you. So. We get out into the parking I'm lot. Pippin a Rory. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's somebody else. I know. That's not Pop Smoke. That's a Roland or a <laughs> fucking dude. Is that like Slop Smoke, dude? I don't know. Just, oh, the Pop Smoke wannabe? Yeah, they got a good Dusty Locaine. Dude, Dusty Locaine. Oh, my God. Pippin a Pippin a Rory. I'm going to bother Pippin Lee. That's why I'm moving with Tony. Now, that actually is Pop Smoke, though. Uh, um, but we tried to smoke with him, and he's like, "You know what? I actually just had a crazy night at Secrets, yeah. and I really pushed myself to the limits." What do you think he did at Secrets that I pushed think... Jimmy Long, the true American hero, <laughs> to the limit? If I had to be honest, what what actually took him to the limit there was probably just doing a set till eight p.m. I think that's probably <laughs> what hit him. He, everybody was like, "Uncle," and he he's just like, had no I songs. Got, left. I got no other songs. Left. He was taking got, song requests. I got uh, I got the sock hop. He's got he, he's got the aux and he's playing songs and he's like, "Put on this song, put on this song." He's like, "I have to buy it on iTunes." He's like, "God, I can only play one song at a time." That's brother. so drawn about being a DJ. As you have to buy all your music. 
Like you have to buy each individual song. I think so because you have to have licensing like rights to it. And I actually read because I wanted to. I like looked into what it takes to be a bar DJ. You have to get rights in order to play it at a bar, and a lot of bars have agreements with certain music providers to use music. So like, say yeah. all of Drake's, you know, uh, um, catalog, right is uh you know owned by this collective mm. that collective can like lease out agreements you have to buy it online the ability to play that at your bar so a lot of bars take care of that so it doesn't matter like you can play whatever you want this bar's like we got it all baby right. they're like pop smoke i got it on me right but if you go to a bar and they're like looking through your set list and they're like ah we can't let you play mambo number five right imagine that but um, okay. Imagine a bar Do that you want can't this place play to Mambo Number up. Five. Oh, whatever happened to that guy know. who sung Mambo Number Five? This is Mambo Number Five. Dude, that's such a banger. <laughs> um, I didn't know that, but also that's kind of whack, like, right? You know, you pretty weird. You can't just be like in the beginning of your set, be like, "All right, I don't own any of these songs. These are all songs that." Well, uh, yeah. Like, what you're supposed to do as a DJ, yeah. you think yeah. if you buy the music, I can technically do whatever I want. But I think yeah. the issue comes with when a DJ like Jimmy Long starts raking in the dollars because right. if you start making music or money off of someone else's music, right, and all he's doing is playing the bongo over it. Now, I'm not saying that's not talent, right? Raw talent, even, right? You know. But I thought I was at a grade school talent show, man. But it was crazy. Was the only song that that bongo actually works for was the wobble tanto jump on it, oh. jump boom, on boom, it. Boom, 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 boom. And I think that's actually one it. song he didn't play the bongos on, he which did. I was mad. which is so drawing, dude. Right. This guy so Jimmy mad. Long is the most drawingest, non-drawing individual American hero wazupio you've ever met, brother. And that is good. And next treat. time I see you, Jimmy Long, we are smoking the doink together, right. brother. We and you're it. not getting out of the doinks. parking lot without it. We got a couple doinks. And if I have to run you off the road. I will. I, I I liked how you were like trying to like pressure him into talking about like how COVID's <laughs> fake and shit. We were lo- we did we asked him to help load his shit up. Yeah. Right. And he's like, Nah, I got it. I was like, You're a true brand. More. Uh, well, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> anyway, on with the show. Don't mind my stuttering. Uh, shit. We were talking to him and jake is like yeah like this covid shit like it's fake huh <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me he's like yeah it's, it's, been, it's pretty been crazy. crazy it's been goddamn stupid and shit and i was like i personally think the vaccine gives you aids he was like you know brother i could share my stories with you and i was like jimmy boy i know you could jimmy boy. Oh. oh fuck man so yeah is he our best right now yeah shout out to jimmy long man i hope he leaves us a voice message that was such a good experience I, I felt good after to, that. I asked him to leave us a voice message. I think he might. You know, we have actually a voice message. Uh, we have someone a sent one in. Um, but I wanted to also talk to you That was our quickly. Memorial Day. Yes, that was Memorial Day. You know, happy Memorial Day weekend to all those great American patriots out there in Memphis, Afghanistan. I don't know what I just said. I don't know. Memphis, Gannis, Atlantis, what did you say? Memphis, Gannis, Atlantis. What I was trying to say. Memphis, Gannis. Memphis, Atlanta, Gannis, Fuck, dude. I wish wish we still did like goofy ass titles. I guess I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Memphis, Atlanta, Gannis, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Jimmy Long. uh, Uh, Jimmy Long. um, Fucking Blackhawk down to in Memphis, Atlanta, Gannis, Ugh. 
All right, so here's a little bit of hip-hop news for you. Mm. All right? Mm. New Juice World album incoming. Okay. And that's it. (laughs) That's it. I know um, J.I.D., the... That uh, forever story, forever story, yeah, is coming. You you sent me that Instagram post where he he tweeted about yeah. it. He said it's done. Um, he says he's still working on it. Oh, he did. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's Earth Gang. I I think they Earth said Gang has got shit coming. They got shit coming for sure. Um, definitely not Lil John and T Pain. Uh, why why would they have anything? Uh, well, you know, you never like you know the Joker came back after a long time. Can't count anybody out these I mean, days. I don't know. They look like they're pretty out. I think they big, look like they're out of the big game. pun about a drop out. That motherfucker <laughs> been dead 22 years. Um, who else is coming out with some stuff? Well, we got like Polo G coming out next right. week. Migos, Culture 3. Migos is what I was trying Pierre to Pierre Bourne, The Life of Pierre 5. That's a fire mixtapes so, that he makes. So do you think... Hey, yo, Pierre, do you, you want to come out here? Do you think Culture 3 will be any good? I think it's going to have heaters on it. They dropped Straightening. Mm. Have you heard Straightening? I think. Let's just play a little clippy of it because it is good. And I and I I count on Migos to drop consistently, you know, at least some heaters. And you listen to Culture too? Right. So you remember songs like Slippery? Do I? Oh, is this on Culture? This is on Slippery. Culture 1. Excuse me. No, what's, the, me. what's the song on Culture 2? Oh, that's the one that had Narcos on it. Bro. Oh, and Stir Fry. That's what I was looking for. Wow. One of the best beats I think I've ever heard. This is at like early 2000s. Yeah. Playing Grand Theft Auto type beat. Now, here's my gripe with that song, right? Okay. The beginning. Yep. Fire. Yep. Okay. Dance with I'm, my dogs in the nighttime. Right. In the kitchen in the But as soon as the, as soon as they start singing, there's like another sample that they put in and I feel like it just doesn't fit with the beat. Let's listen again. Yeah. I like that whistle. That's what I was hyping with. The whistle in the background. I mean, I want to hear it when it drops. A little more like play it where it was? Yeah, like, you know, when they this that like synth piano i don't like that i think it just doesn't fit she got a big old onion booty make the world cry so now they're gonna drop uh culture three they better have something like stir fry on that which is gonna be headed by straightening which is their new song which is uh i think pretty good here it is i just think migos can't really miss anymore they kind of own it that sound is them. It's like fucking three six mafia. They could drop yeah. a song today and people be like, yeah, "I mean, listen, hope. whether the song is good or not, it's gonna hit." Yeah, so we gone. Stop. We good. Stop. Chill. We on. I mean, chill. We on. I, I, you can't even knock the flow. There's right. no flow there, but right. it's like you know, there's three dudes in the booth, right. and they're just trading words. <laughs> And it's okay. Right. They still make who, a good who song. Who said chill? Was it that? Was that takeoff? That was I like takeoff. Hey, I think that might be takeoff. I don't know. I wish I knew their, their I don't, voices. I don't know. It's offset, takeoff, and Quavo. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't Quavo who said that. Mm-mm. But then again, I don't know. 
It'd be nice to get like a genius thing that said like it would show you a picture of their face every yeah. time they were speaking. Yeah. I, li- I would like that. Because their voices are very similar. I would need that for Brock Hampton too. They got like 32 dudes on that thing. And then uh, Polo G's album coming out is headed by Gang Gang. You hear Gang Gang yet? Yes, I did. With Lil Wayne? Yes. This song is sick because uh, Polo G tweeted about it and said, this is the only, or he said, Lil Wayne is the only artist who's ever walked me down on my own song. Really? Just meaning like Polo G has always felt like he can just bar up anybody. But he said Lil Wayne is the first person who's ever felt like he couldn't bar up Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is hands down always going to win that fight. And Polo G's a, a good rapper. You think so? I do think so. I you think, think he's one of the one of the best right now? Mm, so out of that class, like they just had the XXL freshman class. Right, but are you him. putting Lil Wayne in the same class as Polo Absolutely G? not. Absolutely not. But Polo G draws a huge amount of influence from Lil Wayne. And if you mm. listen back, say 2006, back when the Carter 1, Carter right. 2, I get Polo G vibes. Really? From early Lil Wayne. Although Lil Wayne definitely shifted the culture more. I mean, I Polo G is just say, following up. I but think it's safe to say a lot of people in the rap game get their inspiration from Lil Wayne. That's true. I mean, he... He's like the he, MJ of rap. Yeah. Just said it. Mark Well, it. no one's really, you know... Market. Not agreeing with you. Market. Okay, but you have the laptop. Market. Anyway, um, I'm hyped for that. I'm hyped for Polo G's album. I think it's going to be good. Now, the man has the worst album titles of all time. The last album he came out with was just called The Goat. (laughs) And it was him and his his braids. Right. Two of them were shaped like goat horns, dude. And it it just was like, dude, come on. It was the album cover was just a picture of him with goat horns which hilarious but lazy like there's no cool artwork it's not interpretive and then to call yourself just the album is called the goat like come on bro you can do way better than that right jesus i mean this next album you know what it's called hall of fame that's what he's calling it so hall of fame and then the album artwork so far unless he changes it 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 just looks like a 2003 Dat Piff mixtape cover, like when right. somebody colored it with a colored pencil. Well, maybe he's just doing it all himself. You know, maybe he's proud of that. Hey, man, respect if he is. You know, I just think that when you get to his level of notoriety and, and fame and talent, your game is not just rap. Your game right. is now multimedia. You right. need to be incorporating different things if you want people to follow you. Right. So I need you to hit me hard with a good album cover, right. a good album title. Mm-hmm. I need you to, to hit me with an interlude, you know? I get that. And so far... He, he only has bars. The man right. doesn't have the creative aspect on the album cover. Yeah. And the title. So either that's one of his homies failing him. Right. Uh, or that's him failing himself. Right. Now, if and he got Jimmy Long worse? on the album, he could maybe turn this thing around. It's not too late. Now, it's funny that you say that. Why? Because Jimmy Long absolutely could do that. Jump on the album. Jump on the album. Get a couple features with the bongo. <laughs> right? Oh, dude. Mambo number five featuring Polo G. <laughs> I'm just saying. That would it, be so hot. It could happen. It oh, could. dude. White Wedding featuring Polo G. <laughs> that would Fucking, be hot. Uh, Sweet Caroline. What's that song? Sweet Caroline. Uh, you Polo know he played that at the fucking Paradise Grill, too. Yeah, God, but I was that. just... I was I was eating wings and I was I'm too so distracted. I'm so glad it was outside and not inside, like Paradise Pub. Yeah, because that blew my eardrums out. That was so loud. 
if you're a DJ and you play music that loud and like you're definitely compensating for the fact that you're not that good at DJing. Ding, 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 ding. You can't just be loud and blow my eardrums hey, out and yo, then be like, nobody in here can ready sing. to listen to some music? Just crazy, dude. <laughs> to play it that loud, my ears were ringing when we it, walked out. It was there. louder than Alex's Charlene That's sample. That's bad. Dude, that, don't it even, was, I can play it, but I'm not gonna. No, it says don't don't press. It says button. don't press this button, so I won't press it tonight. But I have the power. Okay. So, um, besides that, you know that's all the music coming out next week. Do you have anything like new singles you wanted to talk about this week? Any new singles? Yeah, because I'd like to get into singles. I mean, we got two albums this week. Um, one. Well, let's let's we talk heavily about this single. To. Uh, five stars by Eighty Eight Glam. My guy. Talk about some Travis vibe. 88 Glam. Talk about Don Polly vibe. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys think this was Travis Scott? Did you think this was Cactus Jack? So let me ask you, dog. This is a hip-hop duo. Yeah. I don't know anything about 88 Glam yet because I literally just this week discovered them. Yes. Can they compete with Earth Gang? Yes. Hot. I'm going to say it. Spicy. Hot. They got it locked. They have such a good sound. Now, let me say, their sound is way, way, way too reminiscent of Travis, Don Tolliver, even Nav. Yeah. Nave. Nav. Nav. Their flow is very similar, and the beats are are just the same. Yeah. So they have such a good sound and a good vibe going. But, but right is now, it original? is it original? Yeah. I don't know. You know, they have such consistent yeah. work. Like if you if you listen in, go back to to eighty eight glam and just go back to all their shit. It it all sounds good from the very mm-hmm. beginning till now. And uh, consistency what, is key. But what I would say would be Earth Gang has way more variety. Way more music out. Creativity. Way more creative mm. creativity. Uh, just in general, they take the cake for sure. I don't know how long 88 Glam's been out, but... Me neither. They have the talent. So speaking of Earth Gang, they just came out with a new song on YouTube too. Uh, I think it's called Aretha. Yeah, Aretha. Let's Aretha to it. Frankly. Let's give it a little listen. Hopefully there's no ads. They are so, like, what's the word? Gospel? Like, they make gospel lit. Like, you, you know Sunday mornings. You go up in this church. I mean, I ain't religious, but I'm going to hit the church up if they playing this joint. Such good production, man. Yeah. And then just let them float. Yeah. Hit it for a sec. Dude, oh, wow, great. Who's the first guy? With the big hair. I think that's Olu. I think you're right. And then Wow Great's the dude. He he brought the Coolio dreads back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Coolio braids. I guess we let Nazi cold down. Quarter meal was the bill. Toughen your skin up. Failure. That's artist development. See, God. That's a song that'll stay on my playlist forever. Yeah, dude. So, and speaking I'm, about songs that stay on your playlist forever, go ahead. Finish I, was, your thought. I was just going to say, I'm so glad Jid and Earth Gang always do projects together. Mm-hmm. And that is like just incredible because they, they always do collabs. Um, the Another song that they had made was Collide. Did you ever see the movie Slim and Queen? 
I think no, it was I didn't watch Slim. that yet. No, that is a great movie. Watch it. Okay, all of our listeners. That was that came that out movie. like right at the beginning of COVID, I think. Yeah, because it was going to be in theaters, and I, I fucking missed it. And they did. Um, I don't know if they did the whole soundtrack, but they did a few songs. No, nah, because the movie. Um, and they made the song, had a song on there too. They made a song called "Collide" with um, Tiana Major. Tiana Major, yeah. This is hot. It's hot, dude. Straight up, like, I have it favorited. Like when your girl be mad or some shit, and she hungry, you just pour a little wine. Mm. That's not food. You bake a little She's bre- still going to be hungry. You bake a little bread. Oh, I got to bake it. You make some popcorn. How do I bake it? You fucking just... Mm. Rub her feet with the bread. Ooh. Take the wine, pour chop, it. Chop some cheese. Pour, pour it on a head. Chop the cheese and the loose heat. Go to the <laughs> bodega. You put on a big old mink. <laughs> mink in the, uh, mink in the summer. Throw your chains on. Mm. But they always hit. Yeah, dude, they're say we're flying down. They got the R and B angle on lock. Yeah, they really do. But um, that's all I really wanted to say. Sure. So let's uh, review this album by uh, your boy Kodak Black. Zooey mama, zooey mama. Let's talk Who's about it. I mean? That's your boy transporting patty cake. ZZ. ZZ, dude, these guys. ZZ is so good. Look, if you don't think, look, whatever you want to say about mumble rap and, uh, you know, Kodak Black as a person, you can't deny the man's got hits. He definitely does have hits. The man's got hits. His dreads really make me mad. The new ones or the old ones? The old ones. The old ones ones were so drawn, dude. They looked like molded dookie bars. He had (laughs) just glued on his head. Yeah, he had the Lisa Simpson cut. He looked like uh, like the Weeping Willow from fucking Harry Potter. Tootsie Rolls. He was too sweet. And then uh, your boy Kodak got got booked for something. I think it was a gun charge, maybe a parole violation. He He went to jail. jail. He didn't make music for a while. And we didn't hear about Kodak for a while. And now Kodak's out. And I think he went back to jail. <laughs> I, I think after he dropped the album, they put him back in. Who, did, who else did we say that for? They dropped the album. They're like, go back in, dude. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was Young Thug, I think. Was it was Young Thug when Young Thug paid bail for all these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Gunna paid bail for all these rappers for Slime Language, too. And then they were like, yo, I just heard this track by fucking Gucci Mane. He's like, hold up. That motherfucker thinks I'm Gucci Mane. Put that one back in. Right. Put him back in. So we got Haitian Boy Kodak mm-hmm. by Kodak Black, his newest album. And I can tell you right off the bat, I don't think there's any hits on here. So it's a 20, I'm sorry, yeah, 21 minute album, eight songs. Yeah. One of which, not a song. It's maybe, it sounds like he's getting his dick sucked yeah. and singing the gospel, dude. <laughs> Play it. It's called Oracle. This is definitely a, a radio hit. This man, <laughs> this man was off a fucking Jolly Rancher or something when he wrote oh, this. But man. here we go. I went to sleep today, think about my nigga Flipper. I was in the streets all day and trying to remember. It, it always I'm sounds like they're eating like fucking Jolly Ranchers. They're like, well, yeah, man. You know, it's it's dialect. I think it's cool. I like it when people talk different. <laughs> streets, come on. No, 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 no. I'm not saying screech. I'm saying like when he's making the noise, it's like. 
like oh, sucking on a fucking Jolly Rancher. Because he's up dude. on the mic, right? And they don't take any of the noise out, right? I yes. don't like that. No, I don't. I don't really like that either. But you know, he wrote this Keep whole. It going. Keep it going. It's a two minute and eleven second song that he just chants. But yeah. I think that has something to do with religion and his upbringing, and it's mm. got to be, you know, this type of music is almost like tribal. And, you know, the song's called Haitian Boy Kodak. It sports your boy on the front. You got some cool, like, uh, you know, designs drawn on it that is very, you he's know. He's just like on a chair, isn't he? He's sitting on a chair in, in like a, in the, he's surrounded by a bunch of those um, prayer candles. Yeah. Like vigil candles. There's a lot of Haitian imagery. A lot of like, his, he's got the flag flying in the back. Um, and his hair's different now. He's got long, he's got spot him, got him dreads. Right. You know, long, thick ropes, dude. Alex would love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> long fucking ropes. Long ropes from the dome. And uh, he's in all red, too. You could so, swing a tire off his head. You know, Kodak looks good, man. Good for him. He was fat. and uh, Was he fat? He was fat. He got real big when he was in prison. Damn. Now, well, as many dudes do, right. got out, lost weight. Um, COVID must have been good for him. I don't know. But uh, this album, not that good for him <laughs> because... It's uh, eight songs that are, I think, mostly forgettable with one track that might stick called Z Look Jamaican. Mm -hmm. And it's oddly similar to uh, ZZ. Yeah. Dude, this is not similar to ZZ. I thought it was. But it's hot. This, this kind of sounds like a Migos song. Like, you could definitely see Migos like, Yeah, tapping in the bando. Don't go to the middle with the bando. Discreet, safe, fake. So, is Kodak still relevant? Sort of. Are we watching the mumble rap generation, you know, fulfill the fate that was prophesized where it was never going to stick? No. It was a flash in the pan? Or do you think that he's just, he just missed on this one and his next one will be missed. good? You know, artists do that from time to time. Uh, you know, he makes bangers. Of course he does. Sure. He might be one of them artists that you say like is real strong. With the singles. Right. But in order to make the singles, you got to make the album. Right. Because then he's in creativity mode and shit. Mm -hmm. I think I think his um, content here is 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 not bad. It's it's different. You know, at least he came in with something um, like to talk about, like a subject. But it just, I don't know. It just, uh, he normally is the one to make like some hype music. Right? right, and this time he sort of is. He's, it's almost a little bit more experimental. Yeah, and um, I don't, I don't know exactly. I just how don't to call think it. he uh, really knocked it out of the park. I think he's trying new things. I think he's he's messing with his sound a little bit. I think he had three balls and he just went to first base. Mm -hmm. I don't think he did a home run. You think he just is on first? So yeah. someone's got to bat him in. I think he's trying to steal second, and it's not working. And like, he might he might actually steal second, and then go back to jail for stealing. Now I wouldn't be opposed to that if he had more time to reflect on what he was doing with his album. Yeah, but I'm just gonna go ahead and rate this album. Wait, then no no other songs were good for you. Yeah, well, it's just the I think really like I think Oracle was the one that stood out the most because it was so, so different. different. Yeah. The other ones, not really so much. Right. Um, I liked it, but yeah, man, you, can you're I free to do what you want? I I list like you said. I listened to this album once, 
Yeah. And I didn't really have an inclination to like go back to it. Low replayability. Yeah. I just kind of, I listened to it. I was like, you know what? Cool. On to the next one. Did you feel, um, you know, when you listen to something like Transporting or Patty Cake, mm-hmm. you don't really feel the need to look up the lyrics. No. Because it's not about the lyrics. It's not about the lyrics. It's more about the vibe. It's more about the vibe. Yes. On this album, for whatever reason, and not saying I did, but it, I had more of an interest to actually see what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason, it just felt like he went more of like a personal route. And uh, what are you looking at me like that for? I'm just looking at you while you're talking to me. No, but you made a face when I said personal. I'm just looking at you. Okay. So All right, well, Don't look at me like that because you make me think that you're thinking something. I am constantly thinking. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> that he I'm listening. sounded more reflective in this album. Okay. Okay. Don't. Okay. You are making <laughs> you're this You're pushing thing. it, dude. You're pushing it. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to look over here now. Okay. Look over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never wanted to actually look at me, dude. <laughs> oh, where is Jimmy Long when you need him? Dude? I'm just saying. He's in Florida, bro. I might go back and read the lyrics to Oracle. And that's mm-hmm. it. I just could want to know what he said because right. he starts off, he's talking about some serious shit. I really want to know. I want to learn about Kodak. All right? right. Do your review. I'll talk about what I think. And you go ahead. You go first. What? With the ratings? Sure. Um, I think lyrically he is, he's getting somewhere. Like I didn't personally look up the lyrics, but you know, with him having all this influence from, and like, you know, being raised, I guess in Haiti, was he raised in Haiti? I don't know if he was raised in Haiti. But like he has culture. There. Shows how much background we've done on Kodak Black, but you know? I, I don't know, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know where Kodak Black is right. from. Well, let's just say he's just not from there. and He's he not just, from anywhere. Okay. And he just decided to rap about Haiti. You know, Haitian boy uh, Kodak. So, I don't know. But he had he had some sort of direction. And um, the songs on the albums, I'm not going to say they were forgettable. But I forgot them. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't take much for you, dude. Uh, <laughs> you get the brain of a praying mantis. He he just had like his own sort of thing going on. Like he, I don't think he was out on this album to impress a whole lot of people. He was sure. just out to maybe just tell a story. Sure. So and you know I re- I respect that. You know, um, not every artist is always constantly making bangers. You know, when you get that um, level of popularity, because right. when he came out of jail, of course everybody was back onto him, but. Um, at that point, you know, you get to decide whether you want to make something you want or whether or not you want to make something that you know will hit the charts. Yes. So I think he did what he wanted, which, you know, is fine, but um, it didn't really hit with me. Uh, production, I'm going to say it was like uh, like a 5.5. Okay. Um, lyrics, I mean, like, Oracle, you know, it literally sounded like he was chewing on a Jolly Rancher, <laughs> or maybe the girl was just blowing him with a Jolly Rancher in her mouth. It sounds kind of nice, though. The lyrics didn't really, you know, he didn't really say no one-liners. He didn't have, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have punchlines, does he? Not very often. No, it's I don't know. He it was more poetic than anything. That's a good point. Um, Took the words right out of my Jolly Rancher mouth. God. Pop Kodak's um, dick right out of I my think, mouth. I think oh. the lyrics, uh, I'm going to give it like a six. And overall appeal, I'm just going to give like 6.2. 
I don't see this having a lot of appeal at all. Nor do I. I kind of agree with you there. I mean, but it's Kodak, so you know people are going to listen to it. it. The thing about it is, is it is Kodak, but even the lead single "Z Look Jamaican" is mm-hmm. not blowing up. This album is going to fall flat, and uh, I hope he just takes the momentum, like the ideas behind it, because don't just look at the numbers and be like, "Oh, I failed." Like this isn't right. Mm-hmm. You got to make that shit right. Right. Like, do you think that J Cole looked at his shit, you know, the early shit that wasn't hidden, and was like? Nah, I got to figure out what the people like from me. No, he was like, I'm going to make the people like me. Right. So I think Kodak just needs to push on with that. I mean, I want to hear more shit that's, that's got that more like, you know, it's got a cultural vibe to it. Doesn't mm-hmm. It's not just transporting. It's not just patty cake. It's not just uh, fucking rolling in. What's the song when he does with Lil Wayne? Roll in peace. I yeah. can't even roll in peace. Mm-hmm. That's a good song too. That's with Triple X Tentacion. So lyrically in this, uh, in this album... If I had to rate it against his old albums, it'd be a 10. But it's not against his old albums. It's against all albums. Mm. And it's still not very high. So lyrically, I'm going to go five. Mm. Um, Production-wise, I didn't necessarily think anything stood out here either. I thought that Z-Look Jamaican was the most interesting beat. I also liked uh, this song, Dirty K. Mm-hmm. But you to like read the beat on this? Uh, not, you know... Not pointing it out, you know, taking it and putting it in my reservoir, but uh, I'm gonna say it was pleasant. Now, do you normally listen to rap and want to be pleasantly surprised? Always. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely like lights down low with the club type music. Right. Close my eyes. I'm taking my shirt off, and you better do a fucking blowjob hey shot off me. Kodak Black type, is in his feels, dude. Vibe. Take a photo, Kodak. Right. You're in your feels. Right. Okay? Take the photo. Put it on the fridge. Keep going. Hey, where's DJ Khaled? Keep going. Right. Right. He right. needs DJ Khaled. He does. So, uh, for production, I didn't think it was very inspired. So, honestly, I'm just going to go fives across the board for this album. Yeah. Five, five, five. Okay? So, there you go. Haitian boy Kodak. 6.2 from Ryan. Five from me. Um... Interesting sound from Kodak. Not necessarily a high quality album when it comes mm-hmm. to music as a whole that's been dropping lately. There's way more better things to listen to. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, six point two sounds very generous. Uh, you can't. You already put it down, bro. You already put it down. I gotta be. I gotta be more conscious of my uh, my scales. I, sure. I I I feel bad giving anything below a five. You gave Kodak. You gave Michigan Boy Boat a four point one. Okay. Well, that 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 makes sense. So you like Kodak a little bit more than that. Yeah. Which is fine. You know. You gave All Black a five. Okay. Disrespectful, but you gave him a five. Well, that was also trash. But we're not going to get into that. All right. So um, I wanted to ask you before we go into our second album for the episode. We talk about these like good albums that we like to hear. We talk mm-hmm. about these hot singles in your area. Right. I want to talk about singles that we've covered on the show that are still in your rotation. Okay. Because I want I want our listeners to understand like you know, we're listening to this music, but it doesn't all it doesn't all stay in the in the hit list. Right. It it filters through. Mm-hmm. And I think what is really good music sticks around yeah so three months down you know you shake the shaker right what's left in the basket got you so what's left in your basket okay um nearly every song from incredible true story okay wow that was you, you went way back we haven't covered incredible true story on this i know 
I'm talking about shit that we've covered on the show. Oh, oh, oh. So of the albums the show. that we've talked about, say whatever, last three months. Okay. Um, well, if you need a refresher, I'll throw up here. Look, first off, here's a bunch of the albums that we just that we okay. recently did. All right. So, um, Butcher and the Blade off that album. Uh-huh. Um, Benny's um, Burden of Proof. Yeah, that's still in your rotation. That is still in my rotation. Um, Let's see. Uh, Angelic Hood Rack, both the deluxe and the regular. Most of those songs, I li- like any time I like have my songs going, I'll always play them. Um, especially um, A Plus with Denzel. Oh. I definitely want to mention one, but I want to save it till last. Um, Cali Kellett, I don't fuck with. Not a single song made yeah, it in my playlist from there. Straight up, no, none yeah. of them. Um, Spicy by um, Nas. Nas. Yeah, that's a that was my favorite one off that album. Yeah, I, but I didn't really like it a whole lot more. Um, the introduction by Yellow Wolf Black Sheep. Yeah. I still fucks with that song. Yeah. Shout out Nick, my boy. <laughs> um, even though I'm not invited to your wedding. <laughs> um, Shiesty season. Fucking back in blood, dude. Yeah. A couple of those songs. Get it back um, in blood. Duke Deuce. I went back to Duke Deuce's Did you album, really? and I was like, this shit actually kind of. Oh, dude, you got Dude, this happens with these artists. You right. you think they're ass, and yeah. then you something clicks. Yeah. Like an Isaiah Rashad song, and now all of a sudden, dude, you have Duke Deuce in a different view, bro. I know. Dude, you did the E40 glasses, right. and they said one or two. I said two, you and said I really two. meant one. And you went back and got one, and now your vision is clearer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, music to be murdered by Eminem. I don't remember. A sing- I, I think you uh, dropped the remix to Killer. Did you I, listen to I that? I did listen to that, and it's good. Uh, but I feel like Eminem is just so bored. Like he is just copying other people's flows. He's like because a god. he's like okay. Uh, this is fucking Kodak Black's flow. Oh, I'll do it, but better. Sure. He just he, is he's like just like God. Bored. Like he's, he's bored. bored. He just has too much power. Um, That's why I'm telling you, dude, give Eminem an N-word pass. Let's make it happen. I need him to branch into new territory, it. dude. Um, but I will say Astroworld, um, every single one of those songs I still listen to. My favorite, like That's Coffee Bean, Yosemite. Um, if it comes on, I'm not skipping it. Right. Um, no pressure by Logic. Sure, that that was actually a really good one. Um, young like when he made like uh oh well, no, Young Sinatra Five was a different album, but he made a few songs on No Pressure that I still rotate, and I I, I can tell the difference, but I can't think of them right now. Uh, the Never Story, literally all of those songs. Um, Death and the Magician with Rome Streets, I still listen to. Um, Gat, uh, Tech. Yep. Tech with Rome Streets, uh, that's a good song that I still listen to. I still listen to Ace of Swords. Yeah. And then uh, the one that's like Bombaclot on the dance floor. Bombaclot. No, uh, Shooting oh, on the yuck, Dance oh, Floor. Yuck. Shooting on the Dance Floor and High Explosive and mm. Fly Obnoxious. Yeah, Fly Obnoxious. They're all on my playlist still. Um, I know we didn't review this one, but there's another song off of, um, what's it, St. John's album? Yes. We'll have to review that. I Maybe just got back did. into St. John. We Maybe. did the World is Burning. Yeah, yeah, album. yeah. Okay, so that one, um, what's the song? Quarantine uh, Wifey. Well, Quarantine Wifey is great, yeah. but um, Freedom Freedom is Priceless. Mm. Demon Time. So good. Like straight up, sounds like it's on a harp. Fucking Michelangelo, the angel. I need, I need some, some more St. John, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I miss St. John. Um, He's been too quiet. 
Another few songs, it's obviously for the fucking gang and the box. Mm-hmm. Both Roddy Rich, but for the gang, so with, heavy. Uh, 42 Dub. Those songs are incredible. Those are songs of the times. Is Roddy Rich the making of a goat? Yes. He might end up as a goat. You know, the story behind the box is that um, the whole song was made except for the, yes. like that symbolic, yes. The whole song was made, right? And his two producers, or whoever was making the beat and shit like that, um, they were experimenting with like, I don't know, like worded like ad-libs, whatever. Yeah. And they wanted to fit in like ad-libs, like at the end or something. And they put the eater in like the beginning and shit, like where it's like, like the orchestra music. They just put the... And they were like, yo, let's just – let's send it like this and just show Roddy Rich later. That is a bold fucking move, dude. Yeah. And so they they let it out and Roddy was like, dude, what did you guys do? And like I guess the minute later, that's when things started to blow up. The song fucking took off. And that was like the first thing people were like, yo, that's this is crazy. Like this is awesome. Over a billion streams. Yeah. Yeah. Number one song of 2020. I can't remember where I saw that. It had to have been like a, I watched a video on that. It was a video, but I don't know it's if like it was the like making YouTube of the beat for the box. Yeah, it was, I think it I saw was the really same cool. video. It was really cool. Yeah, that was sick. And um Ronnie Rich, he's I mean, he's a genius. He's he's so good. Yeah. But but 42 Doug, you guys would always say play 42 Dunkey, and I actually had never listened to him. So I was like, I don't even know who that is, but I know you were fucking with him first. Yeah. And uh, Palm Angels in the Sky, yeah, baby. Palm Angels in the Sky is a song that has been heavily rotated. Yeah. And um, I don't think I knew another song until you started playing them when we went to the Poconos for my birthday. There weren't that many. You only 42 Doug just has some good features. He's been, he blew up. Okay. So speaking of 42 Doug, the second album that we're doing today is Freedom Boys. Yeah. By 42 Doug. His most recent mixtape. Not a good full album, Lord. it's a most recent mixtape. So I can give 42 a little bit of an introduction because I did a little bit of research on him because I'm so fascinated by this dude because he sounds so unique and he's blown up like out of nowhere. I heard I heard Palm Angels in the Sky when I was playing Minecraft one night, dude. And next thing yeah, I know, I, I hear. So 42 Doug's 26-year-old rapper from Detroit, Michigan. 26. He's my age. 26 years old. Born in 94. Born in 94 with Jimmy Long. So he blew up um, mostly from his little baby features. So little right. baby dropped uh, his album, My Turn, mm-hmm. and the deluxe version of which was on there. It was Grace featuring 42 Doug, which mm-hmm. we all fucked with that song when we reviewed My Turn. Mm-hmm. And uh, We Paid, which was another good right. one. And they they did We Paid on the BET Hip Hop Awards this year. Um, 42 Doug and Lil Baby did. So so 42 Doug, 42 Doug, 26 years old, previously relatively unknown. He had a couple hot singles called like, um, shit, one was called like Fuck You or something. The other one was called like uh, The Streets. But now he's blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, he signed a Lil Baby's music group. Yeah. And this guy, you know, a little guy named Yo Gotti. Right. His music group. Um. So he's got people want him. They realize he's a talent. Right. And his voice sounds kind of like a little bit like a high-pitched screechy, but like also some auto-tune. Not screechy. Not screechy. I guess that's a bad way to describe it. How would you describe it? Like, 
just it's high just, pitched. He he's got auto tune. Like, um, he's got a high auto tune voice and a little mumbly. Yeah, but he he just sounds. Um, his auto tune voice doesn't sound like it's auto tuned. No, like, it does it not. It sounds almost natural. Which is which is odd because when I first heard, it, I definitely was like, "Who is this dude? Why the fuck is his voice so like unique?" I didn't know human beings could sound like this. Yeah. Um, but you know, just some backstory. So we were just talking about um, the track with him and Roddy Rich, yeah, for the gang. Mm-hmm. When they were filming the music video for that, there was a shooting. I just learned. Really? Yeah. So they In got the video on the set of the video. Wow. Four people got injured. I think no, three people got injured. And uh, they later convicted OMB Peasy for the mm-hmm. shooting, who supposedly was a friend of 42 Doug's. But if you remember, we were just listening to Dropout right. last week with mm-hmm. Max O'Cream and, and OMB Bloodbath. Right. So I'm like starting to understand there's these connections in hip hop where, you know, there are artists mm-hmm. who are making money off mm-hmm. popular music, but they are still gunning for each other's neck. Right. So it's like less competition. Usually you hear about a rapper getting shot by a no name, somebody, you know, who whoever, somebody mm-hmm. who just wanted the clout, wanted the money, whatever. Now we got rappers killing rappers, like that's crazy. Yeah. So um like we said, you know, who's going to who's going to do it first, Pooh or fucking You said Duke, Duke Deuce was going to get smoked. Right, I'm saying who I mean who's going to get smoked. You're first. on Duke Deuce's side. I am. I think they're friends. I think they're going to hug it out. No, dude, I think and they're, they're going to make a fire out. I think album. they're going to be friends at first. Yeah. And then they're going to go hard at each other. I don't know, dude. Like, I'd be afraid like of Pusha and Biggie type shit. If you shoot Pusha see once, he would go down. Shoot Duke Deuce with a machine gun. He won't go down. That guy is a rhino, dude. He'll go down on one knee. He is so big, Strap a piece of And it's over. And it's over if he goes on one knee. Because then he looks up and it's anime and it's over. It's over. So the album is called... The the mixtape is called Freedom Boys. All right. It's a a 19-song mixtape, 49 minutes long. I did listen to this whole thing. If y'all was wandering. So it has not gotten a whole lot of steam. Um, hasn't really blown up besides Ford Gang was thrown on there for publicity, I think. Right. Um, publicity. It got, you know, another 32 million streams in the one week that it's been out. Oh, my God. It's that good, it's that good of a Give song. Give half of those views to my boy Deontay. Shit, bro. Let's move on. So, um, of the songs, I'll just go, I'll just jump straight in and just let you know, like, my favorite songs on the album were... Obviously, Ford a Gang, but again, right. I don't know that that was meant to be on here. Right. Um, but a lot of this did sound similar. Um, my favorite song was Alone featuring Lil Durk. Mm-hmm. Probably the most low key song on the damn thing. Right. Just give you a snip and listen to his voice. Like, that just sounds like his actual voice. Oh, you know why I'm fucking up? Because this is the clean version, dude. Oh, who would ever do the clean version of a 42 Doug no, mixtape? Nobody, nobody. Now, All right. yes, Alone is good, but my favorite besides Forty Gang is Bro. We Know. And we it's know. right before Forty Gang. Hit it. This shit's hot. And I like this song, uh, Best Friends, too. And like Rose Gold with ESTG. 
SG. SG. Yeah. It probably is ESTG. This right here is We Know. Mm. Around this city. I like that Detroit yeah. sound now that yeah. it's Roddy Rich. Don't, right. or now that it's 42 Doug, don't right. you? Yeah. Last week you used Clown and Yachty for it, but it's, now it's Roddy. Oh, fuck, keep saying Roddy. 42, you like it. No, I always like that. Well, it's it's how you use it, okay? You right. can use it. It's just how you're using Home it. Home is where you make it. Home is where you make it. Now, um, any other songs that you liked on this album? Free Mary. I will say one thing. I really, like, every time I think of his, like, intro, like, sample, like, the, I think of him, like, just, he's got buck teeth, right? And he's smiling, <laughs> And he's got like his tongue out, like slurp, like 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 Tug does, right? Okay. And just going, shh. Just breathing it through yeah, his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? I or maybe watched he's got a like video, a, like a tooth missing or something. And I watched a video to way. find out why he does that, mm-hmm. and I learned why he does that. But I ain't gonna tell you because I want you to continue living your life believing that image because that's too funny. Is it like when like a hot girl walks by and he's like? Nah, you really want to know? Yeah. He says one of the first times he was in the studio professionally recording, mm-hmm. he didn't know how to count in the beat. Right. So the the DJ put the beat on, but didn't hit him with like a metronome. So there was no count in. So he mm-hmm. didn't know when to drop in. So what he did was he just whistled until the beat dropped and then he knew it was happening. So he just was like, <whistles> boom, and then he just hit it. So now it's his thing is he whistles and then the beat drops. And it just gets you hype when you hear that whistle, okay. dude. It's like a That's it's like a cool. nuclear missile coming in. I'm still gonna imagine him doing that. With Please the do. Teeth. Please do with the big old <laughs> piano key teeth. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I also like this Fabio Foreign Rowdy Rebel track. Still catching cases. Just because Fabio Fabio Foreign is so hot. What song was he in that was like super fucking goik? Well, he was in Spicy. It was Spicy with right. Nas. Right. Um, there's another one he was in that he featured. I mean, he's been in a ton. They all sound very similar. I know, I know. I'm just, I can't think of He was name. in that New York drill scene, drill scene, you know, with Pop Smoke. Right. Okay, well, that's probably one of He'd probably be way bigger right now if Pop Smoke didn't get popped and smoked. Was that disrespectful? <laughs> no, because it's been a year. Um, Has it been a full year? I Probably. I mean, at least a year. When he died, when Pop Smoke died, I was still, we were still in the office. It was pre-COVID. Because I remember my, my – I didn't even hear about it. I had a coworker go, Jake, you're young. Who's Pop Smoke? And I'm like, some rapper. Right. And he's like, he's dead. I was like, yeah, I heard. And he goes, why? And I was like, well, I think he was like in a, in a shootout or something. I just made something <laughs> up, bro. I was like, I just know, I'm new to this job. Don't fire me. Right. So I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But uh, that was when I heard about it. And then since then, I've been like, damn, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Pop. Poppy Pop. So, you know, did you have any notes about the album, like things you wanted to talk about, what you liked about it, what you didn't like before we rate it? I like that he made this album because now he's got like actual content. Like, you know, when people first come up, they don't just come right out with an album. Um, You come out with the features first and then that's when like people are fucking with you. Sure. Um, I didn't. I didn't have any uh, too much notes on this album, only because it there really wasn't too much else to say. Like 
he's a very new fresh artist um and he's he's got like his sound down it sounds like he's he's already laid the groundwork for like you know his like sample and like you know the people who he actually wants to work with um and i think he i think he's doing great i think um all the singles that, like he's one of the artists that can make an album mm-hmm. and do like hot singles mm-hmm. like he's always bringing his a game on a lot of things and you can tell on this album that he really did try to make this album just as appealing as um the single 40 like for the gang and sure. everything else um i didn't have too much else to say about it other than that do you want to just rate it and i'll then i'll get my two dicks. i'm gonna rate the production on this like 7.9 um the beats are great a lot of these songs um i have saved in my playlist and i'm gonna I'm going to see if I actually you know, listen to them three months down the road. But At the end of each month, we'll yeah. revisit and we'll say what stuck, what didn't. Right. Um, what about lyrics? Well, production, I'm, I, yeah, what did I say? 7.9. 7. 7. Yeah. Uh, lyrics, I'm going to say an 8. For real? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you uh, get? I had, I had to say 8 because our boy's missing tonight. Shout out to our boy Alex. Yeah. Eight and a couple skippables. Fucked up, bro. Um, lyrics, I'm going to just do actually 7.5. Um, they, I mean, you know. <laughs> he went right under eight. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he's not crazy with his lyrics. He's not like um, super like metaphorical and shit. You know, he's just, he's kind of like a low-key hype guy. Yeah. Um, so overall, how do you feel? Overall... I think this does have a lot of appeal. Like this is something that people can grasp and like really think about like how he raps. So I think overall I'm going to give this like, I th- I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think the production is really good. Lyrics, not so much, but it's still like a good first step into the right direction. Yeah. I think he could get like super big, like, I think so too. I think Polo G, him, Pooh Shiesty, Duke Deuce. I don't know, man. Now you're just naming every rapper saying, from the new generation. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, they got a lot of potential. Sure, they all have potential, but I mean, there's tons of rappers no, in every generation. They A lot of them just fall by the wayside. Who's yeah. going to be here in 10 years? In Definitely 10 years. Duke Deuce, dude. You know, I could see Duke he, Deuce with like a he's record. He's going to win the shootout. <laughs> And he's gonna be around by sheer power alone, just because he got rocked. Do you think emotions. Drake is gonna keep rapping when he's like starting to go gray? Yes, dude. He's gonna rap until he's dead. Drake. Yes, he's rapping until he's dead, dude. It's gonna be like Frank Sinatra. He's gonna be certified lover boy. Oh, number four. Did you see his haircut? Yeah, with the heart. With the it. heart. It's oh. all advertising. He's smart. He's so smart about it. It made us talk about it. Bing. Right now. There's views. So if I was gonna ra- if I was gonna rate this album, this album is dope. Just the concept of it. It's called Freedom Boys, and on the front cover, it's a bunch of his homies who are in jail for for various crimes. A bunch of the songs are mm-hmm. called different, you know, different names of his homies who need to get freed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's got Free Mary, Quez is free. He's got a song that says Free Woo, Free Skeet. Judge please. Free me, judge please, dude. He's like begging to get yeah. these dudes free, man. Um 
he's got you know he starts the album kind of with these like heaters like turn us in the city we know mm-hmm. for the gang and then even Maybach featuring future yeah i do um, like that wrong. then it takes a little bit of a turn and he starts getting a little bit more introspective so i actually you know in terms of his lyrics if i was going to give him a number despite the mumble rapping the delivery is not great his voice sounds cool but it does not make it easy to listen to his like actual mm-hmm. understand i should say um it's it's like that same jarring thing but the actual shit that he was talking about i respect the hell out of it he's talking mm-hmm. about his boys talks about people who died in his family people right. who he's got to take care of now how he's going to take care of them how he's feeling all this from a dude who's 26 right with you know no you know no college education someone who just came up you know in the streets and and learning from just life it's a smart dude i can tell mm-hmm. and uh smart dudes go far so i hope that he keeps like working at it but you know the lyrical content of this i'm a it's going to be close to what you said because it's hard to understand but it is good content um he put in, he put his heart into it so i'm going to go 7.7 for the lyrics production um it it had some highs and some lows i have a hard time including for the gang on this otherwise it'd be like higher right but i just feel like for the gang was just thrown on here last yeah. minute so the other songs on the album all pretty similar that Detroit sound with that boil, 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 which is that it's turning into like 42 Doug style right now. Um, not a whole lot of variation in beats, a lot of just banging ass bass lines. So a little uninspired. He could do more. So I'm going to go just like a 6.5 with the production. Right. And uh, overall, it's going to be a seven for me, dog. Overall. Overall, seven for me. That's hot. I think it's got good appeal. I think he can make it happen. Um, he's going to pair up with Roddy Rich again. For sure. And we're all going to realize sure. that that it's all about the hip-hop duo yeah. in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Because you're you watching... Good, I mean, if you got good chemistry, it's it's over. You're watching um, Lil Durk and Pooh Shiesty are doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Two other people were just Isaiah doing Rashad it. Rashad and Duke Deuce. I mean, that could be something. There Laying could be something you? there. Oh, Oh, I was thinking like um, Key Glock and Young Dolph. Those are yeah. two dudes who they're just like this. They do music together all the mm-hmm. time. And when they do, man, it bumps. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the same thing about uh, Kenny and Denzel. They're coming out with, um, I think Kenny is coming out with The Cave, a new season of The Cave. Yes. He just dropped Isaiah Rashad's episode. Diddy, I was just going to say he's he's about to uh, make his first episode with Isaiah Rashad. It came out on Friday. Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch that. That was pretty good. Did you watch it? Yes. We'll watch it after this if you want. All right. All right. So um, that's the episode, boys and girls. Episode 109. Uh, Get Jimmy Long in here. And next episode, we'll review uh, more of our voice messages. We got a lot of good music coming out. Yeah, we'll hit more voice messages next episode. So thanks for sending them in. Keep sending them in. Send us a tip. One dollar, you get a full freestyle written about you. Get a tip. One cent, I'll do a push-up. 25 cents, Ryan will do a freestyle about you. Yes. 26 cents I'll get Teddy back on the podcast to write a, pot, a good, freestyle good. about you and you, you t- know that's on you God you tip us $5 you have Alex's spot what I'm about it this is official find us on Instagram you know Reddit Instagram slash Wazoo Podcast find us on Reddit out the Wazoo Podcast get us on anchor.fm slash Wazoo Podcast anywhere you can review like subscribe we love y'all and uh, we fuck with y'all this is how you eat a Big Mac nigga Should have blanked that out.